and this is the Age Group Multisport Podcast with me, Richard Conway. This is a platform for Age Group Multisport athletes to showcase their journeys. Welcome along to episode 64 of the Age Group Multisport Podcast and thank you once again for tuning in and giving us a listen. Much appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line or leave us a message, um, all the infos at the end of the show, uh, please get in touch. Really like to hear from you. And um, on this episode, it's great to speak to Matt Goodwin, who's not been in our sport very long. After being diagnosed with epilepsy and not being able to drive, he got himself a push bike and that was his transport. Really enjoyed biking, did loads of events, really got into it. And then he got into powerlifting, qualified to represent his country in the deadlift and then found his way into multi-sport. And the rest, as we say, is history. Um, So that's all coming up. Really interesting story and we have a bit of a chat about diets and food and drink and all sorts at the end of it um, which was quite nice uh, to hear somebody else with similar sort of attitude and thoughts as I have Um, so that's coming up Mr C went to visit one of our friends for coffee um, as it was a birthday and somebody else that we know Mel Brumpton was there and she was raving about the podcast to Mrs C so Mrs. C said you better give her a mention on this episode of the podcast. So this is a shout out to you, Mel. Thank you for your support and thanks for listening. Well, the weather's certainly took a turn for the worst and I've been doing all my training inside. Turbo sessions, treadmill sessions, yep, they've all been they've all been done inside. Um, I haven't run outside this week at all. It's been really, really icy and really, really cold. And I don't like either. And I definitely don't want to fall over or fall off my bike and injure myself uh, just when everything's going, you know, touch wood quite nicely. So until it picks up a little bit, that's what I'm going to continue doing. Uh, If you are outside and you're going running outside or biking outside, just be safe. In continuing watching the cyclocross, this weekend gone, it was in Dublin for the first time. Um... Really good race, actually. The ladies was uh, dominated once again by the two young guns, Puck Peterson and Fem Van Empel. And Puck had a bit of a crash at the beginning of it, and she was 20 seconds behind the leaders. She managed to fight her way through the back markers and get herself back up to uh, Fan Van Empel to finish second. Um... Femme once again just dominated and out sprinted Puck right at the end. But a great race and a, a really, really good comeback. Um, and in the men's, there was no Van der Poel this weekend. He decided not to travel. I think he's gone warm weather training. Can't blame him. And uh, Van Aert was there, as was Tom Pidcock. They'd both travelled over to Dublin. And I'm not sure if anybody knows about Cyclocross. 
if you've not done all the races like those two guys haven't, they sort of uh, end up a couple of rows back from the front. So it's really important to get a good start. Well, actually, you say it's really important, not so much in their case. Um, so as you can imagine, they weren't right at the front and it took them a lap and a half to, to actually regroup and get up to the leaders. Then Van Aert crashes, managed to get back again. On lap five of seven, he's just going past the, the pit because in cyclocross, they usually have one or two pits where the riders can swap the bikes because they're that dirty. And the pit crew take the old bike off them and give them, give them all a good clean, but give them a fresh bike while they're doing that. So anyway, decided he wasn't going in the pit, so he was cycling past the pit lane, I suppose, and um, somebody had put a towel over the, f the fence or the rail and it got caught in his rear mech. So he literally had to stop, get off his bike, run all the way back where he came from, go into the pit lane, get a new bike. By this time, the race is still going on. Um, so he's a good, good way behind. Two laps to go. Gets back on it, catches the group up, goes past them, wins the race. Unbelievable. Really, really unbelievable. Um, Tom Pidcock, last lap, or maybe the lap six, he was um, fading quite badly. Anyway, he must have had a second wind because he finished on the podium. So it was a pretty good result for him. He said he'd give everything he got and he couldn't give any more. But uh, yeah, ended up on the podium. So, but fantastic race. If you if you have never seen cyclocross before, it's really, really worth watching. And um, it's all, all on Eurosport. A couple of podcasts I listened to this week. Um, the first being... Catalyst 360 Health and Wellbeing pod. And they were talking to Dr. Marco Altini. And he's the guy who created the HRV4 training app. Um, and basically, if you don't know what that is, it's a little app you have on your phone. And it tells you your HRV measurement um, by placing your finger over the camera and going on the app. And it reads your pulse for a minute and then you fill in some subjective questions and it gives you a reading. Uh, I use it every morning, a really good app. I think it cost me £10 for the, for the, well, for life, actually. I've got it for life, so, yeah. Um, so that was quite interesting. Um, they were discussing about HRV and the value that it brings to overall health, so really worth a listen to. The second pod I was listening to was that triathlon show, uh, and it featured Dan Bingham. And he's the former Our World Record holder um, until Filippo Ganna from Team Ineos um, broke the record or broke his record. Uh, I think he, he'd done it in August and Ghana beat him a couple of months later. Um, so that was a really good one. I mean, he's involved in lots of things to do with aerodynamics because that's his field. Uh, he helped the guys out in the Sub 7 project and he talks about all sorts of things aerodynamics including so that's really worth a listen and I finally finished watching um, a series called Limitless with Chris Hemsworth that's Thor from the Marvel uh, films and basically it's a series where he's trying to find out how to live better and longer there's six episodes in the series and the episodes are stress shock fasting strength memory and the last one's acceptance 
and he's got some world-class experts helping him um, through these series of things that at the end of each episode he's got to do a task um, and it's really really good so it's on Disney if you haven't seen it it's um, yeah it's worth a watch quite thought-provoking in lots of ways and Chris is a very personable funny guy to watch and listen to um, so yeah really good Right, on to the main event. I hope you enjoy our chat with Matt. Um, really nice fella. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. Hi, Matt. Hi, Richard. You all right? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. You hear me okay? Yeah, fine. Yeah, really yeah, clear. Good. And yeah, visually, I'll be a bit grainy, I guess, because my computer's really old. I was yeah. told last time. I no, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for coming I've on got... and uh, agreeing to share your story yeah. much appreciate for you reaching out yeah um, no, you're welcome um whereabouts do we find you in the world uh we're in lincoln well i'm in lincolnshire um a little village called bishop norton just uh just north of lincoln right okay well i'm in louth yeah. believe it or not in louth yeah <laughs> oh right okay yeah i know Louth. i've yeah. got some friends that come from louth so right. uh yeah it's not far from us no yeah. not at all um, I think you've probably been the yeah. other than teammates. You've probably been the most local. Yeah, uh, I sometimes do the power when you make it raising. I know it's that kind of that way on, isn't it? Yes, it um, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've done that a few times. It's quite a nice flat, fast course, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. I've got my PB on that course. It is. A, it's a course that one. Yeah, it's fast. Yeah. yeah. So, if you want to kick off by telling us a little bit about your background, I got your brief yeah. history. Uh, what did you do as a as a kid growing up and? How did yeah. you find the sport? Uh, well, basically, uh, it's a, try to do it in a nutshell, but... Uh, no, there's no rush. All my... <laughs> oh, right, okay. Well, when I was in my teens, um, I was always, from the age of 11, 12, always in sports, you know, football, rugby, um, tennis, uh, particularly at school, you know, playing for the for the, uh, the year, school year. Um, I shone a little bit. In randomly in uh, discus, I used to I used to throw discus. I was um, a member of the Scunthorpe Athletics. Um, still going now, um, and I used to throw discus at county level. Um, alongside that, just you know, doing like the relays, the sprint relays, things like that, just to make up the numbers. Um, then I went to. I've always alongside that, I was at an interest in in weightlifting, uh, in strength training. Uh, but you know, when you're young, you've got your you know, you've your bench for your plastic weight. So I've always had that. Uh, yeah. I used to have that in my in my bedroom. Um, from there, went to uh, college, played rugby. University, played, carried on playing rugby um, and going to the gym. Um, so in my 20s, um, I went into, that's when I started doing the cycling. Um, yeah. I was actually diagnosed with epilepsy uh, when I finished university. Right. So I wasn't, I was randomly, I wasn't allowed to drive for a year. So I thought, well, I needed to get around. So that's what, so I got on my bike and it, and it's, yeah. it is under control, epilepsy, but uh, that's what gave me the love for cycling. Um, it was the only way I could get around. Mm. It was 21, 22 at the time. Um, so, and if I'm honest, that got me really fit because, you know, I just went out and bought a mountain bike. Um, used that a lot at the time. Um, so I joined the local cycling club, Scunthorpe uh, Road Club. Uh, I used to do the time trials with them. Um, alongside that, I used to do just a bit of running, but if I'm on a cycling, it's always been my strongest discipline. 
Mm. Um, I used to really struggle with running. Um, I have to make a lot more effort with it. Um, so through my 20s, predominantly cycling. Um, we did some sportives, did some rides for charity, um, Health for Heroes. We did a, a day ride for that. So just bits like that. I've done a coast to coast. Um, then in my late 20s, that's when we started the company. So 10 years ago, and I, and I just found it, it just took over all my time. If anybody sure. that starts their own company or yeah. it's just, yeah. So just to do something, I joined the local gym um, just to try, you know, keep fit on my lunch prices to do some weightlifting. Actually, I found a love, for, randomly found a love for powerlifting. So I actually combined the two, so cycling and powerlifting and um, I did powerlifting for around five years. Um, I was actually, my strongest discipline was uh, deadlifting, which I, I qualified for the Euros. It's the, there's different divisions, but it's the ABPU, uh, the British Palestine Union, but it's the amateur side, it's the drug tested right. side. So yeah. uh, anyway, so qualifying, you know, uh, for the heroes in that. But then actually, I found, um, then I, I switched to CrossFit uh, around 34, 35 years old. This is about three or four years ago. Yeah, just and going then, back to you. Just going yeah, back sorry, to no, you. No, yeah. just just because it yeah. interests me, this this the weightlifting. I don't want you to. Yeah. You, you mentioned that you qualified for the Euros. Did you actually go to the Euros and compete? Or no, unfortunately not. Uh, it was obviously my aim. It was in Ireland, and I just couldn't right. make it on the dates. So yeah. uh, it was my intention to then try and requalify, but it just never never materialized. Yeah. Sorry, how does the whole thing like you start yeah. off? deadlifting and you find that's re you're really strong at that obviously the cycling yeah. i guess has helped a little bit having strong legs because yeah. how did you get into yeah. that whole competition side of weightlifting well they're just in the gym um it's quite a popular well i don't know if it's still open but it's a popular powerlifting stroke strong strongman gym um, yeah. and just some of the lads in there uh, and now right. on the circuit said oh matt okay. why do you know why did you give a competition a go um i was never really interested if i was so i thought okay yeah i'll give it a go um and just found i was i was well quite good at it really i was uh yeah. for my weight division because weight classes as yeah well. that's what i was so, going to ask so it's which yeah. weight divisions that you're in not age group or anything like that yeah so it's like an under what could we call it, it under 82 kilograms right i don't yeah. know yeah so that was my weight category um because i was never necessarily big but i was just quite strong for my size yeah. and i just quite good technique i used to just focus on my technique a lot yeah and i used to have power lifting coach as well um and he, he was really helpful um you know it's full mm. of knowledge and experience so I just learned I learned a lot from him um if I'm honest I did really enjoy it actually I met some really yeah. good people on you know I'm still friends with now um but uh yeah so that's uh the power of yeah. the size so, so, you, you, yeah. so did you do local competitions to get to the European standard level or did you just have yeah. to lift away? yeah I did local competitions so um I competed in two divisions actually the, the local one is North Midlands it's like the GBPF I competed in their competitions yeah um, and then I also competed in the ABPU, went to the British Championships um, to then qualify for the Euros. So right. I got kind of through the British, as with triathlon, you know, the sprint duathlon, standard duathlon, there's different categories. So yes. uh, I qualified for the deadlift only. Right. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. So yeah, actually, I was quite proud of it. Yeah. So I was just going. I was just saying you were going to gloss over that. Yeah. And that's quite a yeah. quite a thing to have achieved in your life, you know. I mean, yeah. and it's. In, I think it's interesting because yeah. things like that that you go through give you a great foundation for sport further on down down the line, don't they? You know what I mean? Especially from a strength point of view. I think what it taught me, um, what it showed me is that uh, if you're just consistent with something, without sounding cringy, but if you're just consistent and 
you stick to something and you know stick to the program and believe in it it just it kind of like um i could transfer that to my training for my, my triathlon and uh, what i do now and for just stick at something now that that works for me um instead of because you, you see no disrespect to anybody really but you see people going to the gym and they'll just lift random weights and they'll not really focus on technique and they'll not I mean, making sense and just sometimes when you're younger especially you go out and you just max out mm. in the gym every time it's like going out and running a pb sorry running a 5k and trying to get a pb every time and yeah. not having that structure so it just yeah i could just yeah. transfer that yeah that knowledge um yeah. yeah so um did the powerlifting um and then went across to actually crossfit there's a local crossfit club um which is you know real popular in scunthorpe um i enjoyed that um but obviously I really struggled with some of the movements, such as gymnastics, et cetera. Um, but running alongside that, I, I knew there's local competitions going on, uh, particularly sprint triathlons. Um, and there's a popular triathlon group called Off That Couch Fitness. You might yeah. have heard of them. Yeah. I had one of the I had one of the lads on. Uh, he yeah. he's qualified a couple of times for GB already. Aaron Dawes. Yeah, he's my mate. Yeah, he's oh, coming. he is. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, well, Aaron right. was on. Aaron yeah. was on doing uh, a few bits and pieces on the podcast. I heard his podcast. Oh, you yeah. did. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I remembered, and I thought, yeah, I was really impressed. Um, yeah. Aaron um, is qualified as well with myself for for Venice next year. We're in the same age category, actually. Excellent. So it's the same event. Um, so yeah, so we're part of the same group of coaches. Steve Clark. Yeah. I don't know if I haven't mentioned that, but. Uh, I did my first sprint triathlon um, way back two, three years ago. Mm. Um, and I just got a love for it. Um, yeah. Really enjoyed it. Not necessarily the swimming side of it, but uh, yeah, I got a real love for it. And I found out about Steve Clark. And that's when I joined Off That Couch Fitness. And I kind of, not, if I'm honest, I dropped the CrossFit uh, and just took it took it on full time. Um, never looked back, really. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah. So, so is it duathlons that you prefer mostly? Yeah, well, what's, what happened was um, I did a few um, triathlons, standard distance, um, and then I did Outlaw uh, X, the half Iron. I, I say half Ironman distance. I did that uh, last year. Um, mm-hmm. But what I found was, I got fairly fit for what I found was, other, you know, uh, young dads, if you like, might find, or young mums, is that I've, I struggled to find the time to, um, to put long, our sessions in to put, uh, for, you know, obviously for the long distance and that's mm. where I got caught out. Um, so what, so I did the outlaw X. I did enjoy it, but I, I did struggle because it was a longer distance. Um, so I thought, well, enjoy cycling, enjoy running. I've only got so much time. What can I, what can I commit to? And I used to do giraffons actually, sorry, back in my twenties. Um, I thought, well, I'm going to give it a go. So just stick with the giraffons, um, because I've only got five, six hours a week to train at the moment, uh, max seven hours. And then I saw the GB um, online, and I heard about Aaron that he qualified. I thought, oh, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a go. I never thought I'd be able to qualify, uh, but I've just stuck at it this year. Um, so I've got a great coach, Steve. Stuck with the local um, duathlons, um, and it's just, and I've, uh, it's like I cut the alcohol out, and I've just lost a lot of weight, and I've just, yeah, I'm the fittest I've, I've ever been probably. Um, mm. And I'm just really enjoying it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so what yeah. event did you qualify at? It's the sprint duathlon. Um, where, in, where did you qualify? Oh, uh, so qualify. So Darley Moor. Oh, um, right, yeah. Yeah, I did actually attempted the Clumber Park. Uh, it was in March, April, yes. sorry, April this year. 
didn't do as well at that. I did get a roll down place, at 115%, I think. Um, but I wasn't my fittest. I was still in training, really. Uh, so I thought I'm going to give it another shot and did uh, and did Dali more. I think it was September, October time. Yeah, yeah. and I, I qualified in fourth. So, you know, yeah. I got a qualifying, qualifying place, which I was really pleased about. Ah, uh, right, okay. Was you racing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, me, my wife yeah. and a couple of friends yeah. were all racing. Um, it was a bit of a strange course. Yeah, it was there. Did you enjoy it? I did in the end, yeah. Yeah, I did. But right. uh, yeah, it was it was pretty good yeah. uh, and a miserable, miserable day as well. Yeah, it was. I remember going yeah. out one side, it was so the headwind. Yeah. It was just, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, Trying to remember how many laps you did as well was a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel bad, but fortunately, I say fortunately for me, but the lad, there's a lad that was also trying to qualify and he was literally, um, just literally behind me. I think he came in eight seconds behind me. Yeah. So um, I can't remember his name though, but he, he would have got a roll down place. But yeah, yeah. I think he, was, he he also pushed me to, because I knew who he was. To keep and, going. You know, yeah, yeah. He pushed me. I could feel, I could sense he was there. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it was a good day. Excellent. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Well, well done. And congratulations yeah. on qualifying. Yeah, thank you. Um, so you'll be looking forward to uh, Venice then. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, yeah, it's all a bit surreal, really. I'm gonna uh, we're gonna make a family holiday bit as well, just to incorporate yeah. it and get the kids there. My parents are coming because obviously everybody's pleased that I'm doing it and I'm qualified. Yeah. So uh, make a make a of it. So yeah, it's a big it's a big it. deal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I just think with the Jalaf launch, just I'm just gonna stick with it now. Uh, met some really you know nice people and part of the age group thing. It just keeps me motivated. So I just think, yeah, just just keep trying every year. So you've got, have you ordered your kit? Yeah, I've got my kit. Um, got your kit. Got the t-shirt. I got the hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I've got the chai yeah. suit. My, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased actually. My accountant, um, I've company, you know, accountant is sponsored us. Um, so I've got his name on the kit as well. And, oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm just I'm get. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I just want yeah. I want it to come around now. So uh, obviously my training is now just focused for that. So I do a lot of turbo riding. I do actually for my cycling. I do predominantly a lot on the turbo, because um, yeah. of where we live as well. We're near the A15. The roads aren't great, if I'm honest. So sure. it just suits me. Yeah. yeah so, well, again, this yeah. this time of year, it's probably safest and best to do on the turbo, anyway, isn't it? I've just I've just done an hour session myself before I come on. So yeah, I, I prefer yeah. to be inside rather than out. If I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, so I've lit, I've just been out for a run, um, and I'm just gonna. I've, I've been doing a brick session today, so after this, I'm going to jump on my bike. Preparation's Look. going well, then. Yeah, yeah, it's going really well. Um, I have regular uh, sports massages. I try and do at least once a month. Yeah. Um, I'm quite um, anal with it, really. I do a lot of regular stretching, mobility work, um, at least every other day. I know it's like the boring side of it. Some people enjoy it, but for me, I find it quite boring. But I know it's necessary. Um, so I try and, you know, keep on top of that. Um, my diet, I try and keep on top of that. And I've, like I say, um, I've got alcohol out as well. And I found that's really helped with the early mornings. Cause like the last thing, you know, is having a, a drink or whatever, not, not heavy drinking, but drinking or if you, if you don't eat very well, you, you know about it the next day, usually, especially as you're getting older. Yeah. So, uh, just trying to keep all that clean and be stuck at training harder and smarter really. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all you can do, yeah. isn't it? Just sounds like you're doing everything right, and you're ticking all the boxes, and you've you've got a yeah. good coach, and you've your diet's on on point. So yeah, well, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it all sounds good. 
what's the next plan after Venice? And have you got some races that you're looking to do next year? Yeah. Qualify yeah. for? Uh, so randomly, I've got um, in April, I've got the Manchester Marathon. So I've got right. a, a couple of bucket list uh, events. So Manchester Marathon, that was booked uh, before I knew about Venice. If I knew yeah, qualified, yeah. so in hindsight, I wouldn't have. I don't think it's a good idea to do a marathon a month straight after, but I've I've entered now. So um, and I've also got Ironman Bolton, but um, it's obviously the full distance and that's in July. So uh, I've got that one to do as well. Uh, but I do want to um, do a qualifier again for Sprint Jalafalon. I just yeah. if I'm honest, I haven't. I'd look at the when the qualifiers are. There's usually obviously three a year, so I'll I'll keep my eye on that. And try to qualify again for 2024. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've got quite a lot on. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, good luck with yeah. that. Um, Thank you. So I've just got yeah. a few quick fire questions then to ask you. Yeah. Um, yep. And the first one is, what's your favourite bit of kit? Favourite bit of kit? Uh, yeah. My tricep. My tricep. I love it. Uh, for my brick sessions. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sorry, it is a clever end. My tri bike. It's my uh, pride and joy. Yeah, got a felt tri bike, so uh, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. Everybody yeah. says the bike. <laughs> yeah, it's always the bike. Cycling's my favourite, so yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. And um, yeah. what advice would you give to anybody wanting to start multi-sport? Um, just to enjoy it, and obviously, just um, for me, finding your local club. If if you if you know sometimes people are quite shy, but finding your local club and just learn learning about it, and just just getting out there and doing it. Yeah. Um, going to going to local park runs, um, just meeting people, and I think if you meet people, you just educate yourself, and you just surround yourself with positive people. That you know, mm. that's that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems to be working. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What uh, other than your coach and your your triathlon team and stuff? What other resources do you use or find out? Um, uh, okay, so. On the side, I'm also studying a leadership in running fitness with um, British English England Athletics. Sorry, uh, right. I'm going to go along and study the coaching fitness as well, just just for my own education, really. Yeah. Um, just for my understanding, I I'm going to do the level one British triathlon coach course next February. Yeah. Prior to Venice, so I've got that. Um, I'm, I'm forever learning. Um, I read <laughs> books. I've just read the Brownlee's book. That was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. About their book. time. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. And there's another good book that's inspired me, Richard Roll. I don't know if you've ever come across him. I would highly, it's called um, Ultramarathon Running, something like right. that. But I recommended it to all my tribe. Oh, Rick, Ro Rich tribe. Roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rich Sorry. Yeah. I've, I've just twigged oh. on. Yeah. Brilliant book. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah he's, a, he's a recovering alcoholic, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. Just Have you listened to any of his podcasts? Yeah. A couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he's was, really good. Yeah. Yeah, really inspiring. The fact he turned his life around, and obviously, yeah. he was quite heavy into his drink. If you read his book, and yeah, he was. Obviously, he does the veganism as well. So, uh, yeah, I just I picked yeah, the yeah a really good book. Um, and I've I've done my level three personal coaching course as well, which is kind of mm -hmm. a generic course, but I'm I'm always trying to learn um, and learn from others as well. Cool, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and finally, I guess it's what are your short and your long-term goals? Well, I guess you've you've told us your short ones with being your marathon and, and Ironman Bolton. What's your longer-term yeah. goal? What would you like to achieve? Um, a good question. So um, I've just got things on my bucket list. So an ultra marathon, I'd like to do that. The London Marathon, um, I'd like to do an Ironman and Broad, so maybe Lanzarote. Um, 
I would like to do some more age group events, particularly sprint duathlon, maybe standard duathlon if I've got the yeah. time as well to train for that. So every year I'll just tick off two or three, you know, and I try to try not to do the same event as well. Yeah, um, keep it just try and keep it interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. enjoy the park runs, meeting people. I try to volunteer when I can, yeah. and just give back. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm also I think, I'm shame I've got. But I'm also trying to. Maybe the Lincoln Athletics Club or Scunthorpe next year, or at least the year after, just try and on a voluntary basis go coach some of the the runners. Um, that's my plan anyway, particularly the youths, and try and just yeah. give back and get involved. And, yeah. You know, get my kids involved in it as well. Yeah. So yeah. Now that's I mean that's you know as a dad it's great to to have this you know lifestyle that you've got because your kids are just they're just they're like sponges aren't they they just absorb it all and want to get involved. Um, I mean, I know I've got two sons and one's 28, one's 26. And they're both yeah. the same. Just uh, one one does like triathlons and he's done a few and uh, he's yeah. into his football still. And the other one, he's yeah. in CrossFit. And, you know, and they just they just see the mum and the dad doing triathlons because my wife, she she does, uh, she's just qualified for Venice as well. And she does triathlons. Uh, right. yeah. So they just, yeah, yeah, I mean, your kids just absorb, absorb what you're doing. And it's it can only be good, can't it, really? Yeah, exactly. Um, and my son, like, is, is that a pressure? Because they're impressionable as well, aren't they? He's yeah. at that age, he's yeah, yeah. five. Um, so I just go running with him around the block. Um, <laughs> and I've got, I've got, obviously, I've got a, an old car park converted into a gym. So I've got uh, bikes in there and my turbo. And he, he tries to jump on the bike. And, you know, he's, he's really interested. But, uh, yeah, I'm just going to try and encourage it. Not force it onto them. No, but no. Just, I think you'll yeah. find you won't have to force it. I think he'll just yeah. want to do what his dad does, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, they usually go one or two ways. They either completely rebel and don't want anything to do with it, or, you know, they want to. Yeah. And I think I found it with my two. I haven't had to, like, force anything. They've just they've just come to it in their own way at various yeah. times. So, you know, I think that's that's how it usually works. Yeah. I, right. I mean, I, I've tried not, not force up the family as well. My sister, I've got my sister involved in running. Uh, yeah. She's lost three stone now so I, yeah. I've uh, I've encouraged her to do it my nephew I've got him into it so you don't, you don't want to preach or get, no. but people just seem to like gravitate because they yeah, see yeah. what you're doing they think oh this yeah. you know he's yeah. lost weight he's looking healthy and it, the kind, yeah. my wife as well she does it Um. so yeah that's yeah. it. That's the thing isn't it well you just hit the nail on the head there they see what you're doing you've lost weight you're looking healthy they're like hang on a minute there's something in this and you don't have to preach you just have to practice you know what I mean yeah. it's, and that's it and it, it just it just oozes out to people that, yeah, actually it is does work. It's not for everybody. You can't you can't yeah. convince everybody. You can't. But yeah. a lot of people who really care about themselves and want to look after themselves, especially into old age, it's like yeah. makes complete sense. And you guys starting now at when you you're starting in your thirties, then you yeah. know I think I think it's uh, it's great for you for your longevity, and that's that's the key thing. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's also great to to I keep saying give back, but like um, family members. I mean, we had people who are necessarily socialising and start asking questions, and one wants to lose weight, and it's just nice to to you know, no, yeah, it's guide advising, isn't it? Yeah. Just say yeah, like a bit you, of advice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, because they ask you, well, what should I do in terms of running? And you just if you can give them a couple of running plans, or you know what I mean, don't you? And it, yeah, like, yeah, like uh, five k or whatever. Just start yeah. off slow, just run, walk, and that. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. Try not to yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. Because yeah. it, weird as it sounds, I like I do generally like to see people progress as much as I do, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I get a buzz whenever that someone's got a PB or someone's yeah. done really well. I just yeah. 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 Yeah, like you say, it's just nice to give back. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think with Jude as well, it's great. Is that his granddad, my wife's dad, just. He helped me with the cycling because he's he's in his seventies now, but he, he's still literally he rides a trike, and he's he, every year he's he's going to France. He's off to France for a couple of weeks. He goes camping on his trike, goes and does sixty yeah. seventy miles a day. And you think even at his age, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not old really, but he's no, but that's so where you want to be, isn't it? Yeah, that's where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Try and keep fit, try and smile on the way. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's so get mad because I'm nearly forty. I'm thirty eight. Um, people my age, you just think it's really important to start eating healthily, and like. I know we are like a tree, but just coming back to that book as well, the Rich Roll book, I think that's what's inspired me, just to cut back a bit on the dairy and the meat and the chocolate. You know what I mean, don't you? And it's just like, as you're getting older. Exactly what you mean, think, yeah. 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 I mean, I, like over the last, I don't know, probably four four or five years, I've done exactly that. Dairy, I don't eat meat at all. Um, mm. Dairy's cut out. August, I've just stopped alcohol completely because I've, listen to a podcast about about it and um just realize that it was poisoning your body um pretty much vegetarian although i do still eat a little bit of fish um yeah. but everything else is pretty you know nuts seeds every day and it's just living that lifestyle um yeah and i don't and again you know we were talking about your kids seeing it well my wife she's she's seen what i'm doing and she's sort of got on board with it as well and you know, it's yeah. just how we live now, and it's trying to get that healthy lifestyle and healthy living, along with the exercise, along with the sleeping, uh, like you stated about the stretching and the, all that sort of thing, and yoga and and strength training, especially when you're getting older. Like you know, what I mean, it's it's all yeah. it's all encompassing. It's the lifestyle that we we're choosing at the minute to to lead. So, yeah, I, I, some good. yeah, exactly in the same way that for me because everything you just touched on. You've either given up the alcohol on the diet. That's literally what I've done in the past yeah. four to six months. Um, and it's it's lifestyle, isn't it? I think um I yeah. talked to my wife, some people want that quick fix. It's like you, you, and I just think if it's it's longevity, isn't it? It's it's actually what you do with your diet, what you do with your exercise, not just um making sense, not just I need a quick fix right now to lose weight. If you just get that mindset, um, what you can do moving forward, that's just that's, that's what yeah. I do. Um, and I found yeah. that cutting out the alcohol, I'm, I'm going on about alcohol, but cutting out the alcohol is, is worked wonders for me because it was that naturally getting at the weekend, having a couple of beers and trying then to get up early in the morning to train. I don't know, for me, it's just, yeah. I just feel like a new man, if you like, when I'm training. Yeah, but it's it's habitual, isn't it? We're all, we've all been there, you know I mean? Yeah. 30s, 40s, you just, it's, you, you've had a, a tough week you've got kids, you crack up a bottle of wine or you have a couple of beers and it's just habitual, isn't it? You know, exactly. it's, it's, it's part of normality of most people's lives. Um, yeah. And it's, it's quite, you get looked at now. I've found that since I've stopped drinking, um, you get looked at a bit weirdly. Oh, you've, you've stopped drinking alcohol. What's, what's wrong with you sort of thing. It's yeah. not, it's not like a normal thing to, to do. Um, yeah. And that's not just by people who drink a lot. That's like by people that are athletes as well and like a yeah, drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They look at you a bit strange. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, mean, like you, I feel a lot better for it. 
And loads about me. Just touching on that, a weekend away recently with just the lads, just one of the lads' 40th, and I was the only one not drinking. So I've been on alcoholic beer. Yeah, yeah. Just just to like, it sounds really weird just to fit in, if that makes sense. Yes. So I don't, I yeah. quite like to oh, say Yeah, yeah. No, it, do, it does. It does. But, it makes, com- makes yeah. complete sense. And I understand exactly how you feel because I do yeah. exactly the same. I'll have a, a non alcoholic beer, zero Heineken or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Just so yeah. you can still feel part of it. And yeah, actually, so yeah. when you've got a bottle of beer in your hand, you get left alone. You do, yeah, you do, yeah, because people don't realise, or some people don't realise that there's a guy who's drinking. Um, yeah, when I, well, when I first got there, I, you know, teasing me, saying, well, no, what, like you just said, what's wrong with you? Why are you not having a beer? Um, it's because you're an age group athlete now. You get teased a little bit. Actually, no, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. So I just think you are. It's, it's not actually that. It's, it's, all just, it's actually what's helped me achieve that as well. Anyway. Yeah. No, so uh, no. yeah, but you don't like to preach people to people, yeah, yeah. Well, rant over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be one of them preachy people. That's where you got to find that balance, isn't it? Um, yeah. People will, people will stop listening to this podcast because I think I've I've banged <laughs> on about um, not drinking alcohol for the last few episodes. So I promise yeah. I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. But it is yeah. nice to find a like-minded person um, yeah. who's going through it as well because it's a bit. I'm not saying it's hard. It's not hard giving up. It's just a bit. The hardest part for me is being it, it being accepted by other people. That's that's what I found. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, without getting too boring, along the, the vegan side of things as well. You're not having a burger. Yes. You're not having this. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah. yeah but when dairy, you do it all at dairy once, was, dairy was the same. Oh, you're not drinking milk anymore. Yeah, or uh, some of you. Yeah, what's yeah, wrong yeah. with you? Because yeah. it's so normal, isn't it? It's so habitual. The other thing, yeah. the other one I've got for you is uh, water. I don't drink tap water. I only drink right. bottled water. All right. Why is that then? Because tap water's full of crap. Oh, right. Okay. And right. Uh, so I drink, um, and there's a particular, <laughs> one of my episodes, I, I put the end, I put the end, these things that I've started doing on a, I think there was a, I think there was 13 different things that I was doing. So it was diet. It was um, dairy free. Anyway, there's loads of different things. And one of them is about drinking water. And I actually got one of these little uh, water meters that you actually put in your water and it tells you the parts per million of um, what the water has. So normal tap water has got like 500 parts per million. Right. Okay. Bottled water that I use and I get it from the co-op and it's their, their own brand has been the best one that I've found tested and it's got 75 parts per million. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's just yeah. mineral water, mineral or spring water. Uh, right. No additives to it. You know, you know yourself, tap water is full of fluoride and chlorine yeah. and all the other chemicals. And now when I turn the tap on, I can actually smell it. Yeah. Is that the difference? Yeah. yeah. You can really smell it. And the other thing is, my dog prefers to drink rainwater than she does the tap water. I've noticed. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Right, I'm so going to anyway, try it. That's, that's me rant on tap water. Not that I want to convert you, because it's, you know. No, I'm <laughs> going to try it. What, what I've also done, just links to that. Now we're on to this. I've, I'll, I'll leave you alone. But I've, I've cut the caffeine down. I was yeah. noticing it work, particularly at work. You know, when people do rounds of coffee, mm. six to eight cups a day of coffee. And you're yeah. thinking, this isn't good. Yeah. So, uh, I just have my coffee in the morning, then I've like my herbal teas throughout yeah. the day. And I, f- I found that's helped actually with energy levels. Um, but what I've coming back, especially young kids, and parents will know this when the kids go off to nursery or to school, they always bring germs back. So it was, I was finding, particularly with drinking a bad diet, I was forever picking up colds again, which was affecting my, my training. Mm. 
since I've sorted that side of it out, touch wood, I've never really, my sinuses Ill. have been fine, never really got colds. Mm. So it's got, it's surely got, it's linked into it, to the, to the yeah, diet I mean, and the lifestyle. Of course, it's, it's, you are what you eat. It's that old adage, isn't it? And what you yeah. put into your body and it just makes sense. It's absolute, yeah. it's, yeah, it makes perfect sense to me to, yeah. to do what I'm doing. Um, other people find it's a bit odd and a bit strange, but there you go. Yeah. And I think like with, I'll leave it on a but what I found with, with this particularly this year in terms of training, if you want that competitive edge and actually to, to go, to get that bit further, you, you need to make the sacrifices, don't you? You need to, in terms of lifestyle, because yeah. it's not just about the training. It's yeah. about your, you know, the recovery side of it and your diet. So it's all just as important. You think if you can just go out and just train all the time, you'll be fine. But yeah, I found it obviously as you're getting older as well, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. But that's it for me know, anyway. No, as as you yeah. rightly said, as you're getting older, I'm 54, and as as you're getting older, everything slows down, everything gets worse because um, of the aging process. So the more you can help to alleviate that, um, like weight training and stopping the sarcopenia of your muscles and things, you know, it's it's only going to help you further on down the line, isn't it? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, strange, it sounds. Yeah. Again, surrounding yourself by, I've got some, got some great people at the club, just surrounded by like-minded people as well. That you know what I mean? That one the same. Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, know what, what's good for you, what's good for them, and yeah, yeah. So yes. uh, try my best yeah. to do that. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. that's a great place to land it. It's nice to yeah. have met you and uh, shot yeah. the breeze there at the end about <laughs> about like <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's nice yeah. to talk to somebody yeah. who has, um, has got the same the yeah. same opinion. Yeah, I just find it really interesting. Yeah, I'm 100% yeah. with you, you know. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. well, it's just become part of my life and I like to investigate different different ideas and research different things and listen to loads of people on podcasts and stuff and find out these, what most people would say were, were weird and wonderful or weird and not so wonderful uh, things mm. to make you try and live better. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But no, great. No, I agree. Um, so, I might see you in Venice then. Yeah. Uh, so your wife's going. Yeah, you, yes. you obviously you'll be going. Yeah, what, we're what, on. Right. What event is yeah. she competing in? She's doing the same uh, sprint duathlon. Oh, well, we'll see you then. Yeah, we'll see yeah. you both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So yeah, we'll yeah. be uh, we'll be there, yeah. and uh, we'll look out for look out for you, and yeah. uh, good luck. Good luck with your training. Good luck over winter. Thank you. And, Thank you. Um, have you a, too. Have a good Christmas. You too. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Been really nice to meet you. Cheers, you Matt. You too. Take care. Take Bye, Richard. Thanks. Bye. 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 Really enjoyed that chat with Bat, top fella. And um, yeah, very focused individual. Loved his backstory and the fact that he didn't let his epilepsy um, stop him doing anything that he needed to do to get where he is today. So all kudos to him. And it was nice to have a chat there at the end um, to hear somebody else's thoughts on trying to have a healthier lifestyle uh, going forward into his old age and also being a role model for his kids and other members of his family as he as we heard um so yeah thanks matt again uh, good luck in venice hope to meet up with you there and if you'd like to get in touch you can find us on instagram at am underscore 1967 we're on twitter at age group multisport podcast we are on facebook at amp gb our website is the age group multisport podcast dot and if you'd like to drop us a line uh, and come on the show, you can either DM us on any of those uh, platforms 
or get in touch with us through our email, which is agegroupmultisportpodcast at gmail.com. We're always looking for new guests, so don't be shy. Everyone who's gone on and qualified to represent the country has a worthwhile story to tell. Um, And this is the platform to do it. So that's about it for this episode. Don't forget, stay safe, keep training, and love the process. (laughs) 